Welcome to Connect the Dots, a podcast for hungry individuals that love to stay curious, who crave for knowledge, and have an insatiable appetite for growth. My name is Alex Lin. I have coached incredible individuals from around the world and noticed something. Everyone has a story from which someone else can benefit. Why dabble and wait to make mistakes yourself when you can save so much time and learn from the experiences of others? In this podcast, I'll share deeply insightful conversations, acquired wisdom, and proven strategies so you can quickly achieve what you want in your business, relationship, health, and personal development. Today, my guest is from Belgium. Her name is Isa, and she tells amazing stories. She has a background in theater art, and every time you watch her one-hour sessions, for which she actually started for the kids in her community in particular, she's so animated. She uses the sound effects with her voice, and it's just so much fun to watch. Today, Iza shares with us her stories when she's younger. At the age of 14, she goes through a traumatic event, which has held her back so many years until she goes to this place called the Trans Camp. Trans Camp, she learns how to harness and use the power of hypnosis and trance, which for many people is, there's a huge misconception over it. So tune in, see what Isa has to share with us as she takes us through this coach state and shows us how we can do it at home too, and not just have someone like a hypnotherapist have us go into coach state. And we dive in to how trance and hypnosis has really changed her life. Isa, I am so blessed and so happy you can join me today. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, Thank you for having me. Yes. Uh, so I'm so excited to talk to you about inner child storytelling through hypnosis and trance. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with that, Isa's going to give us a bit of a description in a second here and, and some details on what that really is. But I wanted to take some time to really introduce who Isa is. Is that all right with you, Isa? That sounds perfect. Yeah, well, looking forward to this. <laughs> so from what I know, Isa is also known as the child whisperer. She's a hypnotherapist. She's a trans practitioner. But also in her previous experience, she's also a childhood educator, a nurse, a Montessori teacher, actor and performer, business owner, mother of three, and a grandmother of one. Such an amazing background here. As a world traveler, Isa has lived in six different countries, including the US, Canada, Vietnam, Philippines, China, and right now she's currently residing in Belgium. She believes that dancing is a great way of expression of your most difficult emotions. And she loves volunteering for organizations such as Refugees Welcome Belgium. Walking her beautiful chocolate Labrador, I believe Milton is the Labrador's name. That's correct, and, yes. And part of your passion, apart from coaching, you enjoy biking, swimming, cooking, and reading. So a big welcome to the show, Isa. Uh, so thank you for coming in again. And I wanna just dive right in if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So thank you for having me on your podcast. This is like a really exciting thing. <laughs> um, so inner child storytelling through hypnosis and trance. What does that really mean? What, what is hypnosis to you and what is trance? 
let's say hypnosis is some um, physiological, natural um, part of who we are. Um, for giving just a simple example, which will really tell people what it is that I'm talking about. About every 90 to 100 minutes every day, we go into a hypnosis state, a trance state. For example, you're working on your computer and you're into your work and all of a sudden you get like staring at the picture and you're just like taken into the picture. That is a hypnotic state, a trance state. These states are, um, are given by our body in a natural way, especially when we are in traumatized um, situations. For example, when you are very scared, when you have an accident or something like that, you, you're going to freeze. Freeze is a hypnotic state that our body is giving us to survive. Okay. Another example of a hypnotic state um, is when you're driving your car and your mind is kind of going around with a lot of ideas and so forth. And you're not really looking at how you're taking the road back home, but you get home and you go like, hmm, I don't even remember which way I was driving, but I got here, my car is okay and I'm fine, so I guess it's okay. That is a hypnotic state as well. So it is a, it, it is a little bit like dreaming as well. When you go to bed and you kind of like doze in, you can hear the other person talking to you. You're not really listening, but you can hear what they're saying, but you're kind of dozing off already. These, all these things are like hypnotic states. Right. And I think now, yep. For the viewers and even for myself, before even being exposed to hypnosis, where there was this misconception of, you know, being hypnotized, it's like clucking like a chicken, you know, you're going to hold a, a pendulum in front of me and say, you know, you're going to go to sleep, just like that. And boom, I'm going to start clucking like a chicken. It's so nice and refreshing to hear that hypnosis is throughout our daily lives. And it, whether or not we're doing it knowingly or unknowingly, it, it's part of our everyday lives. It is, it is completely part of our everyday life and it helps us to go through difficult states in our, in our lives as well. Um, what you were talking about, like, like uh, being a chicken or being a dog and, and this guy saying, look at my pendulum, you know, and you're going to go to sleep. This is entertainment. This is another kind of hypnosis. It's okay. It's not the hypnosis that I'm talking about. I am talking about therapeutic uh, hypnosis, which is going to help people to first and for all relax in a state. And then as we are completely relaxed with our body, we can then go into those parts in our bodies that are in a uh, neural muscular block, as we call it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you can feel like you, you cannot really relax because you're kind of cramped because a situation in life came up and you don't know what, how to react. So there is fear, there is flight, there is fight. And uh, you're going to one or to the other. And these are all hypnotical states. But um, in order to get over the traumatized part of this experience, you need first to relax. You need first to have 
an open mind, you need to have an intention, and then we can go and see how we can help this traumatized part of yourself. That's really interesting. And so working with trauma, I mean, do you have any personal experience with trauma and how hypnosis and trance has helped you in any way? Definitely, definitely. Um, when I was young, when I was uh, about 14 years old, um, I was playing badminton in a sports club close to my house and I would love to go there. And I met this guy, wonderful, much older, about twice my age. Um, and he would offer me to go to, Eng no, I was telling him that I was going to go to England to learn some more English. And um, he said, well, you know, this is fun that you're saying that. Um, I'm going to England as well. And if you like, we can go together. And uh, I said, yeah, but maybe you have to talk to my parents about that. And so he talked to my parents. My parents were okay. So I went with this total stranger kind of thing on a boat to England. And what happens happened is that this guy raped me on the boat. So I had this tremendous traumatic experience that got me in a complete freeze mode. I could not move anymore. I just like, there was no way I could say no. There was no way I could say help. There was no way that I could do anything. I was in this freeze mode. Because I was in this freeze mode, the only thing I could do is I could kind of um, dissociate myself and think about other things while this traumatic experience was going on with me. Of course, I didn't come out okay out of this experience. And from my 14 years until even now, but now I can look at it in a different way, but I got really traumatized. So life was really difficult. I wanted to um, do suicide. I, want to, I wanted to erase myself of this living. I could not take it and I wouldn't be happy. And the people I would meet, I would have bad encounters with people until I was in China and a friend took me to Stephen Gilligan's uh, workshops. And Stephen Gilligan gives workshops in what he calls trans camp. And I got into this trans camp in San Diego and he gave me a whole session, a two hour long session. And I talked about my experience that happened. And through trance, because I my body was relaxed, I was in a surrounding that was a secure surrounding with people that I really connected with and so forth. He gave me the opportunity to talk about what had happened, to change the image, change mm. all the things. Because what happens is when you go through a traumatized experience, you will hold on to this image and anytime life after that will give you uh, new experiences with the same traumatizing thing, you will kind of um, freeze again. But if you get the chance to change the idea, because um, your, your, your brain works in such a way that it is really stupid, but it's very intelligent at the same time is that it holds on to images. 
So if in a relaxed state, in a hypnotic state or trance state, you can go back to that image and change the image with something positive, then you have the chance to change the image. And because the image has changed, it's not traumatic anymore. And you can come back to reality and keep on this um, positive, creative image that your intuition, that your um, unconscious has been able to create. Coming back with that, when life is going to bring you experiences that are difficult to live through, you will have the positive image coming up. And you will look at it as like, oh yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's a hard one, but I know how to handle that because I've, make it, I've made a positive imprint of that image. Right. And that's how you get through the whole thing. Wow. So that experience has really helped me because I did a lot of um, psychotherapy. I went to psychologists and so forth. It helped me to, to, to talk about it and to put names to it. But it has never helped me to get out of this um, neuromuscular block that I was in each time. Right. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. that um, it's a very deep and, and vulnerable story. And I want to commend you for being able to express that now and share it with the, the listeners. Because I think those that are listening may be able to take some nuggets out of that. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe even be able to relate to what's going on with you. And I'm curious to know, going through that traumatic event, obviously it's a, it must have been tough. But how long did it take for you from your first psychotherapeutic session to a place where you're able to operate without being held back like you're talking about? It, it took me from the first psychotherapy I did. It, it, took, me, it took me 30 years. Yeah. You know? Like I had never been able to let go of the pain. I never had the ability to let go of the depression, the right. sadness, the, you know, I met my husband. He's a wonderful man, 27 years that we've been together and so forth, but, but, but still some things were holding me back. I've had three children, um, wonderful great but but i had anger i was i was in anger so i couldn't relate to my children in in my natural um calm state because i i had this block and i i, I had this anger in me so so life was really really hard until i did this hypnotic and trance um, experience and that really helped me come out and and a kind of a rebirth kind right. of thing Wonderful. And so after that experience of, with trance and hypnosis, would you say, you know, after that two hour session, you were not cured, but able to see things in a much lighter way so that it wasn't holding you back anymore? Um, after the session, it, it was amazing because, because he looked at me at some point in the session, like, like I was drooling my nose with <laughs> And I was crying because, because you relive, but you relive the, the trauma, but you don't feel the pain because you have this whole uh, environment around you, which is a secure environment with really uh, confident people that are taking care of you and that are looking after you. 
And so you are giving the possibility to come out. And so he looked at me and he said, Isa, I, I look at you and I see your hair. Like I had this, this red hair that was like all over. See, you look like a lion. Can you roar like a lion? No, I'm like, roar like a lion? Why do you want me to roar like a lion? <laughs> I was like this. And he went like, go ahead, roar like a lion. No, I'm like, roar. You say, yeah, okay, fine. But I think you can do much better. And it took me three times to roar like a lion. But the third time, it came out. And all this anger that I had piled up in my body just came out. And I roared like, like crazy. It came like a big, big roar. And I fell down. And at that time, I felt like a lion cub laying on the floor that was the most amazing thing that i have ever um experienced and then we were in a room because it was like um it it was a workshop we were like like 20 people there um taking part of it and we all came they all came to me like like all the lions would come and they would strike me and they would like you know make me feel comfortable and so forth so i got up but then I got really tired and it took me another day or two to really pick up the energy again. But then after that, the energy came up and I felt like just amazing light, like this anger was gone. Um, I was able to bring the energy back up. I was able to flow, to glow energy and light. So yeah, no, that was just a, an incredible experience. Wow. Thank you for that. That's very descriptive. I felt like I was living the moment with you. Um, and so, yeah, wonderful. Uh, and, and now I'm curious to know if, if I may, if I were to mention the story of when you were 14, (laughs) how do you see it differently now than you did when you felt like, well, correct me if I'm wrong, the victim, right? You've gone from a place of being a victim to being, I guess, a creator or somebody that is in control of what you think of that situation, right? So what is the difference between then and now? I would call it the hero's journey. Yeah. Um, And the difference is that before, before the trance, before the hypnosis, before the storytelling and so forth, I looked at myself and I saw a very big open wound that was like, and, and, and it, was, it, was, it was bad, it wasn't taken care of, it was like uh, infected and ugh. things come out, really disgusting things. So you're kind of like, oh no, I don't want to look at that. This is terrible. And with the trance and with the hero's journey, going through all these things, being resilience, resilience, I would say is the word that will help you through any kind of trauma resilience is when you're down like you you're the deer and you've been hit by 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 a lion and so forth you're laying down resilience is the energy that is going to bring you up again it's going to make you put you back up on your feet and and make you walk again with everything that you have but walk again and then the difference today is when I look at myself, I go like, wow, wow, that, you're a hero. Like you did that. You went through all that. And now you have this scar and you can look at this car and you go like, oh yeah, there, uh, I have a scar there. 
but it's 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 good it's taken care of and it you almost don't see the scar anymore wow. so that's the difference i would say if so it sounds like if i if i may sum it up you can't change the circumstances or the elements but you can change and make it into a powerful conclusion right mm -hmm. you now use it as a resource that can help you kind of and mm -hmm. has shaped who you are today and I would love to know more about, it sounds like you're working with story and the resilience and what's, what's the connection between the two and how do you use that today? You see stories, stories is what humans are made of. Hmm. We, 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 from the beginning of times, what happens is that we tell ourselves stories. Um, stories about how we got this big animal to eat it and stories about, you know, his story history is is a story it's what kind of story do we tell ourselves that where we're coming from and where we're going to what is the story that you're telling yourself so you can tell your yourself stories and keep yourself like oh poor thing and and you went through all this and that's terrible and oh my god what are you gonna do and uh, you know as you're saying that or as i'm hearing myself saying that is like it's heavy it's on your shoulders, you, you kind of hunch, you become a hunchback, you know, like, uh, this is terrible. If you are carrying stories like that on, on your body, on your shoulders, it's really heavy to go through life with that. Mm -hmm. So if you meet people with heavy stories, with, with stories that have been told, told to you um, in a very negative way, then you will carry that around and you will meet the other people with their stories and and you know it's gonna be difficult to meet people like that yeah. so resilience is all about the story that you are telling yourself about the situation about what has happened to you and it all starts from when you're a little a little girl little person little boy you know if if you have been able to be brought up in, in an environment that was really secure, where you have been given the possibility to be who you are, to experience things, to, to grow in, in a way that you can go experience things for yourself and tell your own stories for yourself, then you will become much more resilient, responsible, and, and a loving person. Because... If something doesn't go right, you can always go back to these people that are adults, that, that take their responsibilities and who you can talk to. That is when the situation is just wonderful and, and beautiful. Now, our parents, the adults that we should go back to when we have problems and we need to, like, like for me, when I got raped, I didn't go back to my parents. Because I was really scared to talk about that with them because I knew that they were too, um, how do you say that? Sorry, sometimes I forget words in English and I need to find them in French. But they were too emotional to, to take with me this tremendous trauma that I was going to put on their lap. They were not able to, 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 um, to deal with that. So... I kept it for myself. And that's what brought me down and down and down. Mm. 
I could not go back home and talk with my parents. I could not put it there and have their help to become a resilient person. So what I did is I dissociated myself. So when I was at home, I was this happy little girl always smiling and always having fun and so forth. And so they, they never understood that anything happened to me until years later when I told them. Mm. And then they fell apart. Mm. So what I'm trying to say is that us parents, we need to be the adults. We need to be strong. We need to give the kids the idea that they can come and tell us anything that happens to them, that we will always be there for them and that we will help them carry whatever they need to carry. Right. That for first is, is the surrounding that we need to set for our children. So these are the stories that we have to tell our children is that we are good people and we, you, can, you can come back to me and you can tell me anything you want. Anything that goes wrong with you, you can tell it to me. But that's the difficult part because we all have our stories. And so when I had my children, I wasn't able to do that. Because I was, I was the victim. I was still in that place that I was the victim. I was sad. I was, so I couldn't take it. If anything happened to my children, they would have to come back to me. I, I could not handle that. So why am I saying all that? Um, because that is all very important to, to, to understand this resilience and this, this, this surroundings that we have to set up for our children. Right. And so to really look back on a person's story will benefit them. I mean, we don't, sometimes we don't realize that the stories that had happened to us back then really affect how we live our lives today and how we will in the future. Exactly. And in your particular case, it's, it's held you back from, well, you can correct me if I'm wrong, living the way that you truly wanted to with your kids because of what happened, right? Mm -hmm. And so for those that are listening, uh, those that are tuning in on YouTube, to see Iza go through this transformational change from going from the victim to now a powerful person who uses story as her power is such an amazing thing. And I would urge anybody to, to take a moment and think about the stories that has happened to them and think about maybe they had trauma that may be holding them back. So say a person did go through trauma, how would they go about looking at it in a very constructive way as, as you have through hypnosis or trance mm -hmm. and maybe change the conclusion and make it work for them? First, first, we have to, you cannot look at the traumatic state that you have been going through if you are all tensed like this, you mm. know, if your body is tensed, if you are in anger, if, if, you, if, if, if there is no calmness, if there is no openness in your mind, you cannot look at a traumatic experience like that. So the first thing that you need to do is to be in a coach. Now, if you look at the word coach, you have the O, the A, C, and the H. The first C is center mm. yourself. 
Now, if that is okay for you, maybe we can go through this coach tape together and maybe oh. the people that are listening could just like um, either just listen to what I'm saying and just let their body go with the flow. That's what I would uh, invite people to do. Would that be okay for you? Oh yeah, no, that'd be fantastic. So just to reiterate, whoever's listening on podcasts, um, you can't see us, but is is gonna guide us through the coach state here, I, I'm assuming. And hopefully you can do it with us wherever you are from home. Hopefully you're not driving uh, in a safe place. So take a moment and, and yeah, no, I'm really curious to see how this coach state actually works. So, so let's go for it. So definitely if you're driving, put your car on the side, <laughs> uh, switch off the, 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 the motor and so forth and just sit um, in a chair. You can do this standing or you can do this sitting. Just sit on the chair, just don't slouch on your chair, just like have your, your back straight and so forth. Have your feet on the ground. And then you need the first C of coach is center yourself. Now, what does center mean? Center means that you have, you have your head, you have your heart, and you have your intuition. Now, we need to center ourselves. It is as if there should be like a line that is in the middle of your body that would kind of cut you in, in, in two, but that is the center. So we need to center, meaning also that all the ideas that are traveling in your head need to calm down a little bit. But don't worry. If they're there, just let them happen. Don't follow them. Just that means centering. So you come to yourself and you center yourself. What helps you center yourself as well is breathing. So just, just be observant. How is your breathing? Just breathe in, breathe out, and center yourself. Come together. Come to one place in the middle. Wonderful. And I just that want to reiterate, for those who are watching, um, you can watch us and see what we're doing, but those that are listening, we have our hands, palms open, one on top of the other, and creating a line between the head and the body. Right. After the C, we have the O. The O stands for open. We need to open. So we're going to spread our hands like, like you would hold a big balloon in your hands. But just be, be relaxed, right? Don't, don't hold the balloon like you're going to lose it. Just relax and open up. Open your space. Open your energy. And maybe if you are very observant of what is happening in your hands, you could feel those little tindling things like, like, like there is energy in your palm of your hands. Like as if you had an energy ball between your hands. Great, that is open. We open ourselves. And then we're going to hold up our hands way up high. We're going to be aware. That's the A of coach. We're aware that we are in a infinite possibilities. Our unconscious mind is offering infinite possibilities. And in those infinite possibilities, our creativity is going to find solutions mm -hmm. to get back. After the A, we have the C. So we're going to connect 
we're going to connect again our mind, our heart, and our intuition. Our mind in our head, our heart in our heart. And the intuition, which is at the navel part. When these are connected, so we have the C, we will open up again the space and we will hold that space, that coach state. I hope that you have been able to feel that your body is kind of more relaxed now that you are going to this coach state. Now this coach state is a wonderful tool and it took us like what? 30 seconds, five seconds to get to this state? Yeah. Well, that state is a beautiful state that you can enter anytime you need that when you feel you're a little bit, you know, stressed and anger or some, some negative emotion is coming up and taking position of, of who you are. Do the coach state, breathe, open up, aware, connect, hold that space. And that is a beautiful state for all parents before you come into the house where you're going to have your kids going, oh, daddy, mommy, I'm so happy to see you. Please come and play with me. Come and do this. That's a beautiful state to be in when we are with our children. Right. So that coach state is going to help you maybe after that moment that you're relaxed to think back in any situation during the day you had a stressful moment. Mothers with their children, um, mothers at, at work, fathers at work, anybody who's... And in that stressful moment, if you can, again, before you can really... As you're in that moment, just think one minute, who is angry? What is going on inside myself? What is the story that I'm telling myself right now that makes my emotions take the power over me? Most of the time, if you ask yourself that question and you go back, you will find that maybe there is an angry little boy or an angry little girl that is wanting attention, that didn't have attention in the same situation 20, 30, 40 years ago. And if you look at this little boy, you can see a screaming little boy or a screaming little girl or a little girl who's really sad or a little girl who is asking attention because she didn't get it. Mm -hmm. And as you see this inner child, now is a good time to tell her a great story and to say, hey, you know what? You can relax now because me, the adult person, the adult you, I'm here and I will always be here for you. I will never let you go. You will be with me every time. And you know what? I would like to tell you a story. And that is the great time to tell a story to this little child so that little child can relax. And then you can say to this little inner child, you know what, now you can take a book, go to your room, 
go have fun, go play with your dolls, look at the stars, look at the, at the clouds, do whatever you like to do. Me, the adult person, I need to take care of something. But as soon as I'm finished taking care of that something, that adult thing that I need to take care, I'll come back to you and we'll have fun together. Wow. And that is exactly the same thing that you would say to your own kids. Yeah. That will help them relax. And so you put the child at the center and not your emotion who's taking up all the power. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. No, actually, well, if I may, I would love to try and sum this up. So to be able to talk to your inner child it goes to the point of being able to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Um, so the ability to actually speak to your inner child and take care of that inner child really, really resonates with how you actually do your own parenting with your children. And so it goes to the importance of being able to take care of yourself so you can take care of others. And the ability to really get into coach state find that calmness and operate from a place of love is so powerful and it helps us in so many ways. And, and I want to say thank you for sharing that experience with us because that was fantastic. For me personally, I found in that moment, I was able to forget about everything. I was able to put all the worries, all the stress aside and really be present. And I think nowadays with everything going on, to be present, isn't always so easy. Yes, you've got it. And I saw on your face, because I can see you, I saw on your face, you were like, like I don't know, maybe I would suggest like a, a five or six year old that was listening to me, like you, were, you had those eyes open. So that is a hypnotic state. You were in a hypnotic state at that time, you see? And as you can go back to your inner child and see what this inner child need, you will... 90% of the time find that that's where the mirror comes up from your own children. Mm. So when you're, when you're into a state that you don't understand what the child is, is going through or something like that, it is because the child is mirroring back to you a situation that you need to take care into yourself with your inner child. And if I could go back in a time machine, I would love to go back with my kids when they were small to be able to practice that with them. Yeah. Well, that was amazing. Again, thank you so much for that. And to build that resilience, to be able to pick yourself up and look at stories in such a different light. I see the power in that so much. And I want to ask you if if someone like me or anybody who's listening, if they wanted to work with you more on this, and obviously you have some, some very deep knowledge on how to work with the inner child, how do they get a hold of you? And how, how do we work with you, Isa? Um, well, through this incredible period of uh, the confinement, we've had these um, tools that were opening up like Zoom and so forth. So you can, you can get a hold on me uh, through my website. We will put a link. I'm sure that Alexander will put a link to that. I'm also on Facebook. You will find me, Isa the Child Whisperer, on Facebook. Um, I'd love to work with, with anyone. Um, video conference, it, it works really well with Zoom conference and, and uh, WhatsApp or whatever other video. I need to see you. 
I need to see the people. It's quite difficult to do hypnosis just by phone or just by listening. It's possible, but I haven't done it yet. Yes, for sure. And so I, I can't stress enough, people, you don't need to be in person. You can do this on Zoom. I've experienced it myself firsthand with this call. And wow, it was amazing what technology can do nowadays, eh? <laughs> so I want to say this tip or take this opportunity to say thank you so much, Isa, for sharing your gifts. This was amazing. Your story was incredible. And I want to, yeah, again, thank you. That was wonderful. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. And really, um, I feel... I feel so lighted. I feel so uh, magic right now. It's, it's wonderful. And uh, just, just one thing, the story that really helped me through all these terrible times was Little Red Cap. Go back, find the story of Little Red Cap, listen to it, and just think about, you know, how it can maybe resonate with yourself. And so all the, um, the fairy tales, but the real fairy tales, the fairy tales, how they were told before they got uh, written down, were incredible stories that would help children grow up. And fairy tales, just in, in, in two minutes, fairy tales are tales that are talking about what is happening inside of every person, of every human being. It's got nothing to do with the outer world. It's got nothing to do with princes and princesses. And I know mothers right now, they go, oh, no, and I don't like the princesses. They're all in pink and so forth and so forth. That is Walt Disney. It's got nothing to do with the real stories. The real stories, if you take the time and you put this environment with your child and you have a good place to sit somewhere and you talk with your child and you tell him that story, then... Oh, you're planting seeds of resilience right there. You're helping your child take responsibility, finding the answers, looking for the stories. It's wonderful. wonderful. Sorry, I had to say that. No, definitely. Thank you so much. And I think we missed it too, but Isa, you have the story timing online that you hold a space for, I believe it was in French, correct? Yes, it is. Wonderful. So I'll put all that in the description below, all the mm -hmm. details. Um, you can find Isa online and I look forward, well, whoever's listening to connect with her and hearing your stories and what comes out with your interactions with Isa. So again, Isa, thanks again. We'll talk soon. Have a wonderful day and stay safe. Thank you. Stay blessed. Take yes. care. Bye. I do what I believe. And what I believe is that everyone holds a story that can help someone else. Through coaching, I'm able to lead conversations, dig deep, and elicit personal experiences that lead to eye-opening insights. If you want more of this and learn from some of the most incredible people on this planet, go to coachalexlin.com slash connect the dots.